Walter. These weren't the people who built the fucking railroads. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. <laughs> the show starts in... Welcome back to the Hold Up What podcast. We are having some technical issues here. I don't know why, but we're going to overcome it. Hopefully overcome it because for some weird reason, the recording software is just going a little haywire. If you noticed my last podcast on Monday, uh, was it Monday or Tuesday? It might have been Tuesday. Sounded like a bag of ass was coming out of my mouth. Um, It was very scratchy. The mic was popping, this entire thing. I had no idea it did that until after the fact. I don't like listen to these until like that night or the next day. So I had no idea how shitty it sounded. So my apologies for that. And then um, as the week went on, I had to stay late at work one of these nights. We had a little meltdown in the office over last weekend, which ate up a lot of my time. Uh, So the podcast schedule got a little wonky. And it was just like, so we always make a joke like the on-call phone never really rings, right? It's like, oh, I have it, but it rings like once a year. This was one of those, this is that once a year moment where it did ring and the fix was nothing. We didn't know what the, the fix was and it wasn't our office. So like we're all part of one big communications office, right? And what happened was there was infrastructure, which is like, running the cables, setting up the hardware, basically. They're like hands-on. They're plugging things in. They, they're they you know testing the switches, the routers, all that stuff. Our job is to, once we have connectivity, to maintain connectivity and push out the updates and stuff. So the infrastructure part isn't us. It's a whole, still part of the same squadron. We all work together, but they do that. We do We're sitting at our desks. That's how we work. But the servers are in our building. And we have to open up the building when the servers go down for them to work in. So that's what happened last weekend. And they didn't know how to fix what was wrong. So and then I had people in there working all day Saturday, all day Sunday, Sunday night into Monday morning. Oh, wait, was it? No, they worked all day because it was a four-day weekend. So they worked all day Sunday. The phone went off. Then they worked all day Monday. Monday, someone else came in at four to relieve that person. Then another person came in at midnight to stay overnight until this problem was fixed. And then you had all that shit happening with Israel and Palestine, which we covered, but it sounded like ass. And there was a lot of people trying to get into the building, like higher ups, trying to get, you know, information on this on the subject. Because obviously a shitload, shitload of stuff's going on and there's intel briefs that have to be done and it's a whole thing. So it was very chaotic. And it ate up a shitload of my time because I had to like plan for, I had to plan to do 24 seven operations, which is not fun to do when you have strict day shift schedules and everyone's accustomed to just working, you know, eight to three or whatever. So I had to make a whole schedule for that, pass that up. And this is all my time off doing this. So I had to pass that up. That has to get approved. I have to talk to the people like, hey, I'm sorry, but you got to work night shifts. So don't come in these days um, to prepare. And then after all the preparation, everything got fixed. So what happened was the people that I told were working the night shifts um, 
got a day off and then they had to restart their schedule on day shift the following day. And then the people that worked the previous day over their weekends got time off because they had to work over the weekend. So there was a stretch there. I think it was Tuesday and Wednesday where we only had like three people in the office just because the schedules were all fucked up. And with that means that there's more work to do that's on my lap and everyone else's lap that's there. So we had to stay later both days. Um, It was just a little, I wouldn't say chaotic, but it was very disheveled. It was very unorganized, which doesn't, doesn't sit well with me. I'm not a, I'm a very organized person at work and I don't like not having everything organized because it makes life a lot harder. I mean, in my personal life, things could be a lot more organized. I'm very meticulous about things, but at work, it's like on the extreme. Like I need everything to work. I need everything going smoothly because it makes everything else go smoothly. So this was like a big ass wrench thrown into fucking everything so it was miserable anyway that's probably boring but that's why the podcast schedule got all fucked up because my schedule got all fucked up and before i start diving in actually you know we're gonna keep going and then i had this fucking surgery on thursday which was not it's bad but not as bad as they made it seem it's one of these longer processes. So I think I mentioned this a few times, but they had to cut open my gum. And if you're watching on YouTube, which no one really does, because you can just actually you'll see it on TikTok, which I'm banned from. Uh, get into that later. But uh, <laughs> if you could see my face, you can see the right side is behind the mic right now, but it's a little swollen. It's actually really swollen. Um, they had to, I got my x-ray done. I got my annual dental appointment. It's mandated in the military. You have to go. They tell you when you're going. It's fine. Happens every year. They take an x-ray. They check all your teeth. They're like, all right, you know, floss. You got a cavity. You got this. We're going to do this. And it's like, all right, whatever. And I know I have good teeth. I take care of my teeth. I wear my retainer a lot, which blocks a lot of the shit from piling up on your teeth and it prevents you from like snacking so i know i have healthy teeth x-ray comes back and she's like you have this dark spot and i'm like what the fuck does that mean and like that's usually an infection and i'm like i don't have an infection i went over this i know i'm reiterating so she insists that we do the surgery and i'm like all right well what what are we going to do for it and she's like we're going to have to cut open your gums down to the jawbone take a piece of your jawbone off because it looks like the infection is on the jaw and you're not a smoker you don't dip you don't you're not you know like you know i mean I, who everyone has the occasional heater but like i'm not a smoker or anything i've had about 10 cigarettes my entire life and i i've only put like i've only packed the lip like 6 times so it's not like i'm this is a thing and it's like in my jaw it's not like on the on the surface so she's like, I have to go in there and take a piece of your jaw out. I'm like, that's awesome. So this surgery is on Thursday, right? And they gave me legit um, triazolam or some shit. It's a roofie. It's a benzodiazepine. So this shit knocks you the fuck out. This is what they give people. This is what roofies are. So she's like, take two of them a half hour before you come in and you're going to get a little loopy. I'm like, all right, whatever. Listen, I was like, listen, lady, I've done drugs before. Okay. Like I've never done these drugs, but I'm like, I know I've done my fair share of drugs. Okay. Like what is this? Like a painkiller type of thing. And uh, she's, she's like, it's going to knock you out. I'm like, all right, cool. So I take him in the morning. My friend picks me up, drives me in. And I'm like, this, this shit ain't kicking in. I feel like a little goofy. If you've ever taken like a Valium for like a flight or any any kind of like anti-anxiety medication for like, I don't know, if you're having surgery, they usually prescribe it. Like I took a Valium once for an air flight because I had like a, it was like a 10 hour flight. And I was like, can I just, I asked my doctor, this is, this is before the military. I was like, can I just have like something to knock me out or like kind of just make the ride fun? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's a Valium. And I was like, all right, cool. Kind of like that. You're a little goofy. You're feeling good. I laid down in this chair 
and I passed the fuck out. But like I was, I wouldn't say I passed out. I kind of blacked out where like I can see images and I can remember what kind of was going on. I remember her talking to me the whole time, but it was a two and a half hour process. And it really felt to me like 10 minutes. It felt like I was in and out of the chair, but she said I was awake the entire time. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Didn't feel any pain nothing I have stitches in my face and uh i don't i remember images like there's certain vivid images of like me waking me sitting up getting into a wheelchair getting wheeled out i did, the ride home i remember giving the kid directions and then getting out i sat on the couch and then like i remember coming to and there was two episodes of the show i was, I was watching the leftovers re-watching the leftovers two episodes had passed but i didn't fall asleep because I can't sleep in the living room. Like I, I can't sleep with the TV on. So I'm like, there's no way I fell asleep. I just blacked out. Like you just don't remember shit. So then I went in my bedroom and I laid down and I woke up like six hours later. Like I legit just passed out. So I'm like, yo, these pills fucking work. And I can see why roofies are dangerous because I don't remember a goddamn thing. But I was, I was awake, and that's the craziest part. It's like, an, it's like a blackout button. So I get this done, face is all swollen, and it's not that my teeth hurt or even the the stitches hurt. It's in my jaw. It's like right under my eye, along my right nostril, and then down to like where my teeth line starts. So it's like right under there, and it's tender, it hurts. I can chew and everything. They're afraid I'm going to rip out because if I rip out the stitches, like that whole piece of gum they peeled back is going to just rip off too. So I got to be careful what I eat. And then uh, the more I talk, the more it hurts. <laughs> so so as I'm recording this, like I'm getting more and more in pain. And I'm not one to take painkillers during the day because I got shit I got to do, you know? So I save the painkillers for the afternoon when I'm done doing schoolwork or whatever, walking the dog, whatnot. But I have to go back like every, I have to go back twice a week for the next three weeks to see if this infection, which I don't think it's an infection, comes back or if whatever grew in there grows back. And then I have to get like biopsy results. They don't, they looked at it and they're like, it's clearly an infection, but we don't know what the fuck, why there's an infection there. It doesn't add up. So they're wondering why that's happening. So who the hell knows? And then that's boring. I just went on for about 12 minutes about that shit. And then yesterday, it was Friday at this point, knocked out. I planned on recording yesterday and then I just, you know, couldn't stop my teeth. Like it hurts right now to keep talking. So we're going to keep this moving. We got the daily Taylor Swift update. We got big news with Taylor Swift. So she was at the game on Thursday in Kansas City. Chiefs v. Broncos. Chiefs won, obviously, because the Broncos fucking suck. Broncos country, let's ride. Uh, she was there cheering on her mans. But that's not even the biggest news because that's like common, right? We all know that she's going to be at the game. She's going to get all the attention, all this and that. But her movie came out. The Eras, Eras Tour movie. And all I've seen on TikTok and Twitter is it's a fucking sing-along. It might as well be a goddamn musical. Because it's kind of like that Bieber documentary they did back in the day. It's kind of like that. But I've seen multiple, at least 50 different videos of people singing and dancing and screaming the fucking lyrics in the movie theater. And I'm all for it. Like, this is one of those movies. It's not a fucking cinematic event. If people were doing this during Oppenheimer... That'd be wild. Like, it's not a movie or even like a Marvel movie. These aren't movies you talk during. This is obviously a movie where you can fucking talk because it's Taylor Swift. It's not, it's, it's not cinema. You know, I'm not, <laughs> this isn't something you're going to be like, oh, wow, you know, this changed my life. Like, it's just a money grab. 
you can see it on my face if you're watching. It's my, you can see like my jaw swollen. This isn't like Martin Scorsese's fucking Goodfellas or something. Did Martin Scorsese even make Goodfellas? Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> this isn't anything like that. You know, this is obviously just Taylor Swift. It's a money grab. So like, I don't mind people dancing and singing. I'm not going to see this movie. I get it. I can just listen to Taylor Swift and I'll be fine. But I've seen... There was one video, it was chaotic. It was like 50 people just screaming the lyrics, dancing in the aisles and shit, throwing popcorn everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And this was, I think this was the intent of the movie. It's like, yeah, we're going to document the Eras tour and all this stuff. But I think the intent was to give people the experience of being at the Eras tour, which out at, which at, without having to be there because the tickets are insane. And if you get tickets, you're going to sit up in the nosebleeds. But my TikTok has been flooded with uh, Taylor Swift Eras tour clips. And then now it's flooded with movie clips. And the movie only came out two days ago. And I'm already seeing a billion clips of people going wild in the movie theater. So good for her. I mean, someone called her... <laughs> Someone said she's a six, and I'm like, I can see that. I'd say if you had to pick, if you had to rate her one to ten and you can't pick seven, I think she'd fall on the six end. I don't think she'd be an eight. I think she'd fall on the six end, but we're not going to sit here and delve into misogyny. We got bigger fish to fry. We got Ron DeSantis, if you guys have seen this guy. So Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, potential president of the United States for the Republican Party. He is, uh, they call him the dictator of Florida. He's kind of wild, kind of a geek. He's very uh, like robotic. He's politician. He's like uh, what they criticized Hillary Clinton for. He has the same vibe. Like he's very calculated. Just you could tell he's pandering all the time. He wears like cowboy boots when he's in Texas. And then when he's back in Florida, he wears like swamp boots. Like he's always doing something. Um to placate you know he goes to like iowa and he's like oh corn's the best and it's like dude corn it's corn it's corn you know it's nothing it's just funny so apparently he's been wearing high heels and the sleuths on reddit tiktok instagram are on it because he's listed no one knows his official height he doesn't list his official height on any of his paperwork documents nothing no one really knows he doesn't list it which is weird I guess you don't really have to. It doesn't really matter. But he's short. But people have been like, he's kind of grown a little bit recently. And then they notice his shoes. And if you look at his shoes, they're like these pointed leather. I'm assuming they're Italian, but probably not because he's weird. But like they're very fancy looking. And they and you're like, there's no way his toes fit in that. And then people watch him walk and they're like, he's walking like he has heels on. And then they broke down the video. There's videos of it where you can see the platform in the back like raised up. But the way he wears his pants, it covers it so it looks like he's wearing slides or, or loafers or dress shoes. And then at the he's at the uh, he's on the the uh, debate stage and he's got fucking he's like leaning the way he's leaning in his on the on the podium. Females are like, oh, I know that stance, sweetheart. That's that's because you've been wearing you've been wearing heels too long. And you could tell they're like, look, this is where the heel ends, and like they're showing it, like they're drawing onto his leg. Like, look where his ankle is bending. And it's way too high. He's wearing heels. And then they show the front of his toes. And they're like, his toes are fucking curled in there. You could see like the outline of his toes, all the pressure he's putting on the front of his feet. And then they look up his height and people are like, there's no way he's 5'9". Like there's not a shot in hell. He's never been known as a tall person or like a masculine person. I don't know why I'm associating height with masculinity, but he's never, he's always had been like a smaller dude. And then all of a sudden he doesn't list his official height, but then his allies are like, oh yeah, he's like five, nine. And like, no, 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 no. He's at, he's at most five, six, maybe five, seven. And then he wears these heels and he's like five, nine, five, 10. And like, he's wearing fucking heels, man. So they break this down and it starts, it started with 
the first debate. And ever since then, this dude's been, he can't walk anywhere without someone standing behind him. And they've noticed like, wherever he walks now, there's enough people around him where they can't see his, from like his knees down because they don't obviously want people to know that he's wearing heels. And I was talking to this about my, with my brother last night. Imagine waking up because we're both really tall. We've always been like the tallest people wherever we go. So I've never had the problem of being short. So I can't imagine waking up one day and just staring at the back of people's heads in line or like not being able to see something because there's short people in front of me or there's tall people in front of me. But what makes it worse for short people is if you get caught wearing heels or like you're doing something that makes you taller because then people know that that's a soft spot for you and they're going to use that against you. So if this dude gets caught wearing heels, it's going to be way worse than him just being a short person. Like you could be short and be self-conscious about it, you know, like it's really not that big of a deal. But I guess if you're short, like that's me saying it, who's fucking six five. But if you're short, like if you're like a, if you're like a Jim Fuco height, then obviously that's you might be self-conscious. I don't know. I've never been that height before. I haven't been that height since fucking third grade because I'm a man, you know, and I do manly things like look over people's heads. But if you're short and you're self-conscious about it and then they see you trying to game the system and trick people into being like, yeah, I'm fucking tall. And it turns out you're not tall. You're just wearing heels or you're compensating all this stuff. You're standing on a box because he stands on a box too sometimes. Well, that was another thing. So they were like, he used to stand on a box behind the podium, but now he's not standing on the box and he's the same height. So what the fuck? And like, they're trying to add this all up. They're like, this doesn't make any sense. So dude's definitely wearing heels. But we're going to move off this topic because I think we spent way too much time on a lot of things so far. But we got to catch up. We haven't spoken. We, we have not had a podcast in, I think, like four days because of the whole thing. So we got to catch up here. And then this moron, too. Elon Musk, always in the news for the wrong reasons. Several things with X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. So obviously... X isn't what it used to be, Twitter-wise. It's loaded with, now it's fully loaded with misinformation and just blatant bullshit on there because people that pay for the blue check mark get amplified and those people with blue check marks now can be some asshole in his basement just making things up and putting it out there. And then X is, the X algorithm is like, hey, we're going to fucking boost this fucking interaction and we're going to put it on the top of everyone's list and so everyone sees it. Right. And it could be just made up. So what happened, what happened is actually a little backstory because the European Union, they have different rules than the US plays by in terms of social media policing. So in the EU, you can't spread misinformation. You have to, if you're a social media company, you have to actively and with like right away take down something that's a blatant lie. You can't just let it sit and fester and then be like, oh, sorry, we didn't know it was fake. Like this is, that's why like TikTok doesn't really work too well in Europe and Facebook is in compliance. Apple had to um, change their iPhones they sell in Europe because of the lightning cable. They thought it was illegal what they did. Like you can't, they had to give people chargers basically. You can't sell a phone without the charger. And Apple was going to get sued, but then they're like, hey, we'll just comply. And the EU doesn't fuck around. They take 6% of your annual revenue That's as a fine. That's a shitload of money. It's not like just like, oh, here's a $100,000 fine. That doesn't mean anything to a billion-dollar company. They legit take a fuckload of, fuckload of money. So X, that's losing money by the day and bleeding fucking users, is after this Israel-Palestine event, terrorist attack, whatever you want to call it, people on there started sharing a shitload of misinformation. Elon Musk being one of them. He shared a picture of what looked like what was a picture of missiles flying through the sky. 
right in the in the night sky and he's like oh is this he said some you know pithy fucking stupid ass is this worth it some shit like that and turns out the picture he shared was from jordan and it was a missile attack from lebanon and it had nothing to do with israel or palestine and it was from like four years ago so he legit got duped because Someone on his platform that had a blue check mark was sharing this image, so he shared it, and it had nothing to do with Israel and Palestine at all. So the EU is like, you have to police and take down misinformation, not just be like, ah, it's a free, it's it's free speech, and hide behind that shit. So he calls out the chancellor. I think they call this the Minister of Truth or something. Like it's kind of some, it's some 1984 type name. But so that's creepy on its own, and I don't really know because I don't live in Europe, obviously. But this person, she's on Twitter, and she says, you got to take this shit. Or he calls her out on Twitter and says, it's free speech. And they're like, you can't spread misinformation. You can't yell fire in a fucking movie theater type of thing. You know, you can't say bomb on an airplane. This is one of those situations. So he starts calling her out like, oh, we never got our notification. We never got our compliance letter. So I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, no, you definitely got it because we sent it to your offices and call your lawyers, basically. And then people from X are sharing pictures of these letters saying, oh, you better comply. You're going to get fined. Like You have until next week to take the shit down. And Elon's like, well, I'm going to do whatever I want. It's my it's my company and yada, yada, yada. You know, being the fucking I'm going to own the libs type type of dickhead. Turns out his lawyers are in the background playing fucking scramble trying to get all these accounts blocked and all this information take all this misinformation taken down while he's out there on Twitter calling out this regulator and the regulator is like you're going to get fined like we don't fuck around like you're going to get fined and it's going to be 6% of your annual re- annual revenue which to them is a lot because he already spent 44 billion a year ago it was worth 20 now it's estimated in between 12 and 15 and it's constantly losing people because there's the anti-semitism before israel and palestine has just been amplified so now people are really fucking leaving it and no one's paying eight dollars for this thing so it's just bleeding money i think the only advertisers they have are cheech and chong's fucking weed gummies they're they're paying out of the ass to be on there they're the only thing keeping it afloat but i would say a year from now that x won't be around anymore or if it is it's just going to be his little fucking platform where you can yell at the simps the elon simps but he's getting fined he's in the he's in the find out phase of the fuck around and find out matrix because he's fucking around with the eu and they don't they don't play the same games you can't just pay politicians off the way you can here which is corrupt and everything they just like all right well here's a fine Good luck, and now you can't operate in the in Europe at all, which is a massive. Obviously, it's a continent. It's a massive fucking piece of their platform. So he was talking all this shit, and his lawyers are in the background scrambling, and accounts are now getting banned, and information's getting taken down. So good luck with that. Elon's a fucking. He's not as smart as people make him out to be. He has good intentions. He did at least, but then he started talking. He could have just stayed in his lane and been like, "I'm the modern day Tony Stark," or like the real life Tony Stark, and just never said a word but he had to just throw his hat in the fucking ring and be like i'm a free speech advocate except when you criticize me or whatever and you can't forget during the super bowl joe biden's tweet got more likes so he told the engineers to change the algorithm to make him get more likes so he's just a fucking child at the wheel and he ruined x i barely use it anymore i used to i didn't use it then i started using it again and now i don't use it as much at all i use i'm more of a reddit went down the reddit route so let's see what happens hopefully he gets fined i think he's i think he now he's compliant but i mean we'll see how long that lasts he's gonna do something stupid 
And then his CEO, Linda Yaccarino, she had that press conference last week, or it wasn't a press conference, it was like a tech conference or some shit. It's one of the Silicon Valley ones. Silicon Valley? Silicon Valley? Silicon Valley? She's there, made an ass out of herself. She's like, look, X is on everyone's home screen. She holds up her phone and there's no X on her home screen, It, but you see the Facebook logo. So everyone's making fun of her for that. So I'm, I'm assuming it's going well over there at X, over there in Twitter, we're, Twitter world. <laughs> Man, we still have a lot to cover, and we're about 31 minutes in. Oh, man, this is exhausting. Not really. I know my face is killing me. But we're going to, all right, so we're going to wrap it up here and get this last point out. So with the whole Israel-Palestine thing going on, right, and this happens with almost anything that happens in the world, weirdos start giving their opinions on like national security and shit. And I don't know anything. I would say I know more than a civilian because I'm in the military, but I'm not, I'm not in those circles. That's not my job, you know? But I probably know a little more than just a little, not a lot. I'm not like involved with any, you know what I mean? Like I'm just being in the military, I probably, I know more than a civilian would know. But what is kind of cringy and kind of weird is um, when I'm out in public, right? Because I this happened when I picked up my prescription. I'm in my uniform at a Rite Aid because I'm coming home from work. I passed Rite Aid on the way home. Get my prescription. I'm waiting in line. The person behind me is like, oh, thanks for your service. I'm like, all right, you know, no problem. That's always a weird. I never really know how to respond to that, but I'm like, oh, no problem. Sometimes I hit him with the, oh, happy to do it, something like that. And he goes, this is the, this is what people do though, the crazies. They give you their opinion on something and they expect you to be in agreement with them. Agreeance? Is agreeance a word? Someone said agreeance once and I was like, that's not a word. I almost used it right there. But they expect you to agree with what they're about to say. So he's like, thank you for your service. I'm like, yeah, no problem. And then he's like, crazy world we live in, right? And I was like, yep. And I'm like, I turn my back. I'm still waiting to get called up to get my prescription. He's like, this Israel thing's wild. I was like, yeah, man, it's it's crazy world. And he's like, we should just bomb the entire thing, right? (laughs) I was like, like, yeah, that'd be... probably be a bad idea he's like you think so he's like you don't think we can bomb everything and i'm like and like, i don't want to get into the conversation at a fucking right aid while i'm in line for my prescription so i'm like i mean that's one way to do it and then i my name gets called up i get my prescription i'm walking out i was like all right man have a good one he's like yeah man let's bomb everything and i'm like what a fucking weird but that happens more often than not and not always it's not always like oh let's bomb something it's always People have to give their opinion on things. And I get it. Like when you wear a uniform out in public, it attracts a lot of attention just because you stand out like a sore thumb. Plus, I'm tall. You know, I'm not wearing heels like DeSantis. (laughs) But the weirdos, the cringy part is that people just give their opinion to me. Like I'm supposed to go call the president and be like, hey, here's what we're supposed to do. Or I'm supposed to just agree with what they said. Like for some reason, a lot of people have it in their mind that any everyone in the military just wants to go out and blow everything up. They think we're like, we're this gung ho, like, let's go fucking ride a stallion into another country and just start slaughtering everybody or drop a massive bomb or let's just take over the, let's just take over a country. Like, it's the easiest thing to do. But they get upset when you don't agree with them or if you're not as gung ho as they are. And they like to give you, so there's like three types of these people. First type, they usually give you their service record. I'm like, oh, thanks for your service. And I'm like, oh, awesome, thanks. And then they're like, I served back in 78 or something, or I got out. Usually if they got out within the the last 10 years, they don't really tell you about it. It's if they, they got out like more than 10 or 15 years ago. Oh, I served in 95. Awesome. Yeah, I was a structural engineer. Cool. And like, you'd be polite to them. Yeah, man. And then this is when they turn, they say something crazy. So that's the first, that's group A. If they stop there, that's group A. Group B continues and they say some cr- 
crazy shit like they just let anybody in the military now don't they and it's like what do you mean by that and then they either say something against they say something racial transphobic homophobic they usually say something along those lines and this day and age it's mostly it's mostly homophobic and transphobic they'll say some shit like yeah man it's just getting weaker by the minute letting these people in you're like okay and like again i don't engage in it like i'm not because that's the worst thing that can happen is if i say something slick or if i get into an argument Someone takes their phone out, puts it on social media, and I'm in my uniform yelling back at somebody. And again, I don't really give a shit about other people's opinions. So that's the second group. The third group will just sit there and talk to you about foreign policy. They'll just start going on. Here's what we should do. Here's my idea. Here's what I did back in my day. Stuff like that. And you're like, all right, well, again, don't really care. I'm just trying to get a fucking (laughs) prescription or... I stopped in to get a Slurpee, something like that. Like, I'm not here to give a fucking speech about politics or some crazy shit. But they are around, and the worst group is the B group, the ones that offer their opinion, and they say something that's totally outrageous, and they expect you to just agree with them. Like, oh, man, this military is so weak now. Wasn't like that when I was in. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm in the military, right? Like, so you're saying I'm weak too. And like, we're not, we're just not at, we're not at war right now. So like, it's very casual, I guess. There's no uh, sense of urgency. Like, yeah, if we were spinning up for war, and this leads me to my last point, if we were spinning up for war, it'd be a little different. When people get deployed, they come back and they have a totally different mindset because they're like, oh, fuck, this is actually pretty serious. You know, even though they're not really under attack over there, but you're just in a different mindset. You come back and you're like, oh, wait, this is this is actually the military because you get too complacent sitting home all the time. And I've never deployed. So like, I can't say how it is when you come home. But I've noticed when people come home from a deployment, their whole mindset changes about the workload they have to do because a lot of them sit around and they're like, oh, this is the, this is meaningless work, all this stuff. And then it, they deploy or they get sent somewhere for like a month or so and they come back and they're like, oh, yep, uh, I'm going to take this a little more serious now. And they change their tone a little bit. But last point, because we're at the 40 minute mark now, not even a point, but the videos that really get my dick hard and I never was like a gung-ho military person before are the videos when they're like... the. <laughs> The caption's something like, we're going to show them why we don't have free healthcare in the U.S. And it's like a fucking, (laughs) it's like the USS Gerald Ford floating into like the Mediterranean or like it's seen off the coast of like Turkey. You know, like they look out, they're like, oh, here's Israel. And then you see in the background, a massive aircraft carrier with all the ships around it. And you're like, oh, this, and like the music's playing, you know, like it's usually like ACDC or something. Or they do it with like, oh, you kidnapped a bunch of Americans? hold on, wait a minute. And then they show like a bomber flying over the country, just dropping a shitload of bombs or something. Those videos, for some reason, just I get excited when I watch. I'm like, oh yeah, that's, I mean, I wish we did have free healthcare, (laughs) but if we don't, it's cool that we have these other toys we can play with, you know, and we just fucking rule with an iron fist, which isn't sustainable in the long run, but we'll see how that goes. That's a whole other conversation for another day, but we're going to get out of here because it's late 40 minutes in, 41 minutes in. I got to chop this baby down and uh, we'll get out of here. But we're going to get back on our schedule, hopefully. I did get banned from TikTok. I got banned live streaming from TikTok. So the problem what happened there was their algorithm picks up on shit live. So if you say something that's crazy, and by crazy, I mean you let like a homophobic slur slip. Or if you just say the word gay, if you're like, hey, that's gay, something like that, um, their algorithm picks up on it like within like a minute. So you'll get like a warning and then you're like, oh, what the fuck did I do? And then they're like, oh, there's another one. And then they just turn it off. 
Like, that's it. And then you have to appeal. Like, it happens in real time. Like, Twitch, they don't regulate that shit at all. They say they do, but they really don't. Kick, free-for-all. YouTube's a little more strict, but still not as real-time as TikTok. Like, TikTok was, like, right away. Like, you said this, you're done. Like, it's over. So, I'm in the penalty box for another four days there. And then after that, I got to figure out how to clean up the act when I'm live. Because there's other people I'm talking to. I'm talking to my brother. I'm talking to Sal. You know, I'm talking to other people. So you can't control what they say. So I don't have to figure that out. But anyway, we're going to get out of here now. Hopefully everyone's having a good Saturday, good weekend. And uh, we'll see you when we see you.